We do not care. Let me get this out of the way. First, I am not supposed to be here today. Seeing the crosses, they get it. The snipers, they with me and tripping. Come on now. I know you hear me. I know you hear me. I know you missed that voice, baby. I know you missed that voice. I'm telling you, I know you missed it. Come on, we vibing out. We rocking out for a minute. Come on now. It's been a little minute. Come on, man. Come on. Let's go. Come on, that new Pusher, that new Travis. Everything, bro. It's slick. Come on. Let's go. Come on. I'm here. Wake your ass up where you rest. Tune, tune, tune in and lock in. Tune, tune, tune in and lock in. Tune, tune, tune in and lock in. You heard that, man? Come on now. Come on now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. All right, y'all. All right, all right, all right, man. We can cut that music out now. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Big Q. Host of the Three Day Weekend Podcast. This is episode 16 of season two. I'm holding it down as I always do. Come on, man. I be I be rhyming. I don't do it on purpose, man. The people in the YouTube comments, they calling me cringe. Okay, they calling me cringe because I just be rhyming a lot. That's my guess. I say a lot of funky words. I say the dizzles. I say the sizzles. I say the bristles. I say all that shit. That's real life me. But they be killing me in them YouTube comments, okay? I feel terrible about myself after I read a couple YouTube comments. I be like, damn, y'all cringing at me? That's crazy. Probably some 10-year-old kid perusing the internet, and they just see me. They just see my black-ass face big as hell in their camera talking about some dizzles and some pickles and some littles, and they don't know what the hell is going on. It's a damn shame, but either way, I'm going to stay me, and I'm going to ramble, and I'm going to keep doing what I do. I saw today on Twitter, somebody said, Y'all just listen to podcasts. How could you do that? Uh, it's just a, people rambling, um, ranting, and just doing nothing. How do you call that something productive? And the people in the comments say, hey, this, uh, this is the exact reason that I listen to podcasts. Because it makes me feel less lonely, helps me relate to somebody else. And honestly, it's nice hearing somebody else ramble or rant for once, once because this is what I do in my own head. And that made me look at things a lot differently. Because I'm not going to lie, man, I felt a little insecure after reading that original tweet. But after seeing the replies, I'm like, you know what? This is what people want to hear. They just want to hear something new. They want to hear something different from their own mind and thoughts. And maybe it's a little entertaining. Maybe it can make them laugh. Maybe it can make them giggle. Maybe they can learn something new. But you know, here on the Three Day Weekend Podcast, we try to do everything. All right. We just try to have a look. We have, have as much fun as possible. Because I wish we could have a three-day weekend every damn weekend. <laughs> you know what I mean? I did that on purpose now. But we unfortunately can't. So if I could bring that love and heat to y'all every Monday, then that's all what we what we need to do. And that's what I'm going to try to do. But I, I will say we do not care. I'm sorry. I was late. I, I'm not late. I didn't even show up last week. And I do apologize for that, man. I was struggling. I was down bad. I was tired. I didn't feel like doing shit last week. So I could not get it done. And I was so busy. OK, your boy's a corporate man now. Like I always say. So I'm, I'm, I'm a little busy, man, but 
do not worry, man. That's never going to happen again, all right? I'm not going to let this uh, whole corporate lifestyle take over my life and my dreams and my goals and what I'm trying to do here with y'all. I just I can't do that to y'all, so I do apologize for that. That's not a great way to show appreciation. It's not showing up. It's not like me, you know. At least I'll call out. I won't do a no call, no show. I'll at least call out, say, hey, yo, I quit. I ain't coming back. You ain't never going to see me again. Uh, I'll give y'all the warning if that's going to happen. But it's, it's been a crazy two weeks. A lot of interesting shit has been going on. People have been saying some dumb shit, as they always do. People have been expressing their unnecessary opinions, as I am right now. And it's causing a lot of uproars on the timeline. First off, this is this is a couple weeks old now, but it's something I had to bring back up. Let's go. Let's get into this, this, this shit right now. Hold on. We do not care. Rapper Mayno, I don't know if a lot of you guys know who he is, but uh, high hater, whatever, old old rapper man. He's on loving hip hop these days. I like him. He's cool, tough dude. I want to watch what I say if this ever makes it to him. But he was on a podcast, and it seems like everybody's battling to say some more crazy shit, more wild shit. And he tells the women on that show that he enjoys when he has sex with white women. He's a black male. He enjoys role playing as a slave. Whoa. Role-playing as a goddamn slave. He likes when uh, he calls them master. He likes when they whip him. Um, Okay. They put him in chains and handcuff him to the bed and call him all types of names. I don't know if they're going as far as saying the N-word. He did go on to say that a lot of women are uncomfortable about doing this entire thing, which I'm glad because that's a damn shame that a white woman has to tell you, buddy, I I don't want to call you nigger, and I don't want to put you in chains, and I don't want you calling me master. That's a goddamn shame. He need to be ashamed of himself for this type of shit right here. Our ancestors are rolling in their damn graves. That type of shit is ridiculous, man, and all while it seems kind of funny, it's not. Okay, I, I mean I'm not the joke police. Okay, I'm I'm not that guy. I'm the funny. I, I'm I'm silly. I like to be jokey jokey all day every day. But this shit is just weird and it's nasty. As a man who has dabbled in the white women category myself, I would be appalled and ashamed if uh, I was into that shit. And I would never tell the world. That's the other thing with the social media bullshit. People are telling shit to the world that they don't have to, to, to say. They don't have to tell us that. That could have stayed in the drafts. That could have stayed anywhere else but a public platform. Now you're on the shade room talking about massa. Whoa. What's next, buddy? Getting it in the booty? Probably. Not my thing. Hey, I ain't judging nobody. I ain't judging kinks. I ain't kink shaming. But that's some weird shit. I got to just tell you right now like it is. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mano. You got to figure it out. But that, like I said, that goes to a social media thing. And then we can get into that because we do have something to talk about that later with social media as always because that's what we do here. Let's talk about the effect of social media on all of our motherfucking brains, all of our motherfucking children's brains, all of our motherfucking grandparents' brains, parents' brains, all that. So we'll get into a little bit of that later. But today, a couple things, man, a couple things. Uh, you know, it feels like every week relationships are a hot topic, whether people are saying, I want a woman to be this for me. I want a man to be this for me. They should pay for this, that, dinner, dates, all that stuff. Every damn week, it's a new conversation that gets people up in arms, beefing on the timeline. It's a damn shame because nobody can seem to agree. Everybody has their different ideals. You know, I imagine in like the 70s or 80s when people had their different opinions and ideals, they weren't um, in the newspaper. They weren't 
you know, it wasn't public knowledge, but now that everybody can just share ideas and they want to just, they, they want to do it more and more. 140 characters on Twitter and people want to use all 140. I get it. I'm all for free expression. I'm all for that shit. But it gets very exhausting because I catch myself reading these threads for hours. People giving all their opinions and that's too much energy being consumed. Because sometimes uh, you get a, you know, we get a bad habit of reading shit and kind of sh- seeing shit you agree with and believe and it's not true at all or it's not even right and taking it in over and over seeing the same thing you might start to believe that bullshit too so you got to be careful when you're on there but i bring that up to say cam newton was on a podcast look another nigga talking on a podcast he was on a podcast and he was explaining um you know the type of woman that he wants uh, or needs he says you know he he wants a woman who will allow him uh to lead she will allow him to lead, uh, knows when to be quiet, and knows when to cater to her man. That right there, that terminology, that that framing of that is going to get you in a lot of trouble. That's what that does. People see things because you can, you could say allow them to lead. Okay, where you're going to go with that, and people might hear you out. But when you start saying no one to be quiet, no one to cater, what, that's where it's going to get a little tricky. It's going to get a little shaky. People aren't going to be happy with hearing that. And Cam Newton, obviously, strong opinions from that guy, and I think he can be absolutely right in whatever he believes. Because to me, it's all about personal needs and wants. If that's what you believe you should have, believe, you know, in your situation, you know, you just say you're the breadwinner. You're the guy that's playing the NFL. It's got millions of dollars. You'll handle all that stuff. You just want her to cater to you and your children and know when to be quiet. That's my, that might be what you like. And I can't be mad at that. People get all up in arms about people's opinions. And that's the problem. Me. And there's a woman out there that wants to do that for Cam Newton that wants to be that person. If you get upset by his opinion, that's not you then, and you need to stay out of it. Because that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just say, hey, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know if that's what I want. I No, I know for a fact that's not what I want. You know, I want my woman to be uh, strong. I want my woman to be independent. I want my woman to be able to put me in my place sometimes. Say, hey, nigga, you fucking up. You're doing wrong. You're doing bad. Get your shit together. I need a motivator. I need somebody to help me. I need a teammate. A teammate. You know what I mean? So... That's what I look for, opposed to a woman that knows when to be quiet or caters directly to me. That may be because of what I've seen growing up in households. That may be because um, maybe because I'm not some rich, super rich millionaire, and I like the idea of teamwork and working together. And you know, I don't want somebody. I don't have this crazy sense of power or this crazy need to uh, feel like somebody's following after me. You know, I feel like sometimes I could be a natural born leader. I just am. So that's something that I felt I never had to strive for. I never had to chase. So I definitely don't need the person that I'm going to be living with, the person I'm going to be with for the rest of my life to treat me like some sort of leader. Of course, naturally, I may get treated like the leader. That's okay. That's normal. But I don't need someone to praise me and cater to me constantly. It needs to be a two-way street. I want to be able to cater to her. She needs to be able to cater to me. And we just live this happy, balanced life that, of course, I mean, it sounds perfect. It sounds great. But it's not that perfect. And I, honestly, I don't think it's that realistic. A lot of people don't even try that. People are always looking for a power struggle. And I think now with everybody kind of, um, you know, women having their resurgence in the relationship, in the household, women trying to fight for equal pay, women taking these big steps and being CEOs and doing all this stuff now, um, 
you know, and we see in the woke society and all that, I think people are constantly battling for power. So they want to get in a relationship where, no, I want to be the one in charge. I want to be the one in power. And that's how a lot of people think. To me, no, I want balance. I want mutual respect, open communication, and balance. I can't say it more. You know what I mean? I want us to both to be able to, I want us both to want to uh, take care of each other, to know when to be quiet for each other, to when to let the other person lead. Okay, I think the whole gender norms, gender, you know, uh, jobs and responsibilities, all that shit is bullshit to me, man. Get it out the fucking window. If we both have, if we have kids, we're both going to take care of the kids. It's not going to be just one person's job. We're going to be able to work something out. Like I said, it goes back to that word, communication, 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 education. I mean, communication, education. You know what I'm saying? You people, a lot of people need to learn that and they, they don't. So they, a lot of things go unsaid. A lot of people can't even express what I'm saying to their partner right now. They can't tell them that because either they've already feel like they've gone too far. They're in too deep and it's just the way it is where that's not a happy life or um, they don't know how to express it. Maybe because their partner isn't open enough or you, they just don't have the courage. I think that's a problem for both people in the relationship. You know, you, somebody has to gain the courage. You have to let them gain the courage. You have to give, you have to empower them. Empowerment. I learned this from my days working at Chipotle. It was on the fucking wall. That's why we had such a good team down there. But empowerment every single day, man, it was put into our heads. So I think a lot of people, they don't even know how to do that. So to me, I'll call it balance. And I think some men, you know, when you're chasing this kind of uh, idea, it won't come to you. But I, I've heard this from women I've spoken to and different people where they say a woman will naturally submit to you if you are doing what you're supposed to do in the household. You're doing your thing. Um, you're being a good man. You're being a good dude. Uh, you know, you're constantly showing that. They say a woman will will naturally want to submit. I hate even using these terms, but I'm telling you, I've heard this directly from women that I speak to. That a woman will naturally cater to you because... Uh, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, man. And that could look like a million, a million different things, but there's only really one way to me across the board to look like a good man, to be a good man. And that's just to to be a good fucking man. It's as simple as that, fellas. It's as simple as that. And I think a lot of guys don't realize that part. You know, they want to fuck up. They want to do bad shit. They want to live this life that they want to live. They want to have their cake and eat it too. And um, then, try to, then try to say, I'm being a good man. I'm doing all these good things. I'm doing... But in reality... You're not, and you're trying to force the issue. No, you need to clean up everything. You need to go dig deep into yourself and clean it all up. It needs to start at uh, you know. It needs to start at ground zero. It needs to start at step one. That's just that's just the harsh reality of it. And a lot of people don't realize that. And this is something that can work any in any part of life. It doesn't even have to be. For relationships, this is just human relationships. This could be with anybody. This could be just how you live your life. You have to go back to step one. You have to uh, live your truth, as Charlemagne the God would always say, in order for everything else to come together and be right from that point on. You just have to because at, at some point, you're just covering up a lot of old shit. You're covering up bad shit. You're trying to, you're just trying to, you know, throw on a nice clean white tee on a motherfucking dust bunny. You know what I'm saying? That you you're just trying to put on some Jordans on some corns on your feet. That's why you try to put some new socks on dry skin. That's all you're trying to do on dry ass feet. You putting chapstick on your lips, but you need to go to the doctors to get them lips fixed. You heard? 
You putting the BBL on no hips, no thighs. That's the problem. You putting the coconut booty on some motherfucking hot dog legs. Hot dogs are legs. Those is fucking, I can't tell. You just trying to cover up a bunch of shit. And that's all you're trying to do. And that, that, that's a problem. We do not care. All right, man. My bad, y'all. Even I say my bad, even though y'all can, can't even tell that I just took a break. But I only did that because I was getting a motherfucking phone call. Get, getting a damn phone call in the middle of the pod is probably some of the worst shit in the world, especially when it has nothing to do with the actual pod. It's just some nonsense. A lot of bill collectors been calling my phone lately, man. I think they think I'm making money off this damn pod. I ain't. Ha ha ha. Joke's on you, motherfucker. I am not making no fucking bread off of this. Let me get this out Let of the way. Let me tell you. First, I am not, not supposed, supposed to be, to be here, here today. That's all I'm saying, okay? Uh, hey, don't come looking for me now. All up in my shit. I'm trying to give niggas relationship advice over here. Communication advice. I'm trying to better my listeners. I'm trying to better my listeners. That's what I'm trying to do, man. Because I'm trying to better myself as well. Like to the point I made earlier about podcasts being all people just ranting about shit. That is what it is. Because sometimes it helps me just to talk about this shit out loud. I'm walking myself through a lot of things while I do this for y'all, man. Well, I don't even, I do it for myself, really. And I, I enjoy that y'all listen. And I hope that, I always hope that you can take something from this as well, because this is my, this is my vocal diary. I say that all the time. This is like me just getting all the shit out that I need to talk about. And somehow in the process, giving myself an outlet and um, trying to better my own self, man. That's what I'm trying to do. Damn. Come on, man. Damn. We do not care. <sighs> anyway. Anyway, man, let's move on to some some other shit here, man. We see the world is going through a lot of funky shit right now. If you don't know what I mean by that, there's an insect insect apocalypse. Um, there was that flooding in South Africa that unfortunately killed hundreds of people, damaged millions of homes. Millions might be a big number, but I'm just saying it damaged a lot of homes. And we're not even seeing that on the news. How many of you actually knew that that happened? Because I didn't know that happened until a couple of days ago. I looked on the CNN website and I happened to see that there, but that's not making national headlines anywhere. It's not making national news. And we're talking about hundreds of people dying, but I'm telling you, we know, we, we know about that Oscar slap that was on the day. every motherfucking day, man, the type of entertainment shit. We see black China and the Kardashians in court. That's in our news cycle every damn day. Like I want to see fucking Black China and Chris Jenner on the motherfucking stand on the court. I don't give a shit what these niggas is talking about. This is rich people problems, not mine. But when disasters are happening, the insect apocalypse. What I mean about that is they all. It's it's getting scary out here. Okay, there's a due to climate change and do the extreme weather shit. And I, I sound so ignorant every time I talk about a topic like this, but I'm just trying to get the point across. Due to extreme agriculture, niggas just taking up land left and right. We are killing a lot of fucking insects. And if you know anything about bugs, you know they they might bother you, might they might annoy you, they might scare you. They are essential to our ecosystem, especially bees. And we've been talking about a bee, um, you know, a, a bee extinction for a while. That's why they started talking about mechanical bees and all that. And if you've seen that Black uh, Mirror episode, you would know exactly what I'm talking about. They're going to have to do something like that eventually because those niggas are essential to our ecosystem. I'm telling you. And we don't know anything about any of this stuff. You have to go out of your way to find these news topics, man. You have to go out of your way. You can go even deeper. I seen some shit on Twitter the other day. It's even deeper. I'm not even going to bring it up because it's so fucking deep. And I don't even, still don't know if it's real. That's how deep it is. It was almost going towards conspiracy territory. But no, yeah. 
And, and I'm telling you, man, they want to keep feeding us. There's all these distractions. There's all this shit going on. I'm just saying, do a little digging yourself when you feel bored, when you have the time, just to kind of know what's going on. Because all this entertainment, celebrity bullshit news that we get fed to us daily, it's not going to get us anywhere. It's just a distraction. And some of us may like it. Ignorance is bliss, right? I think sometimes it's good to not know what the fuck is going on because there ain't shit we can actually do about it. It's tough. I, I think uh, protesting by running on to NBA courts and gluing yourself to NBA floors and getting tackled by security is probably uh, not going to do anything. And that's what a lot of people are doing out there to protest climate change. We're seeing it constantly at the Minnesota Timberwolves games. Every other day, uh, there's been a new protester either, like I said, gluing themselves to the floor making a run for it, trying to streak across the court, getting tackled. It, it's it, 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 And you can do that, and that might make you feel good. That might make you feel better. But honestly, I don't think it's going to do much. And I don't even think it really brings awareness to what the issue actually is. It just looks like a crazy person out there. Hey, and that's what they want. But that's another conversation for another day. I'm just saying, make sure you're informed. Is it, it doesn't hurt to kind of know what's going on out there, at least for your own sake. Just so you kind of know what to expect, maybe know how to prepare. Of course, there's levels to it. You don't want to indulge, overindulge, because then you're just getting stressed out, like I said, for no reason. And there's not much you can actually do yourself. Just look at things that you can actually make a positive change to do. Little things, little habits in your life, this whole going green shit that we always do. Shit like that, that you can actually make little changes towards and, you know, affect it from your end. But there's a lot of shit going on out there, y'all. A lot of shit. Anyway, we do not care. So, I got a younger sister, man. She's six years old. I, I got a, I got a lot of siblings, but my younger sister, she's six. She's the youngest by by maybe eight years. I think is her closest sibling. So, you know, usually when you're that child, you're probably very spoiled. You're probably uh, way more. Uh, you know, you're given more leeway. So you do a little more things. You talk back to mom, and mom does not care. Different from when I was a kid, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. I had all types of belts and whippings and all that shit. Kids had it worse than me, but I got it pretty bad, too. But when you're the, the youngest, you're the baby, you're the child, real, real small. Parents are kind of chilling. They're more laxed. They get away with a lot of shit. And that's okay, though. That's fine. We've seen that for generations and decades, and we see how that pans out. But... The problem is now is kids having social media on top of them being, you know, the youngest child and things like that. Because we're seeing this is for all kids, actually. I'm not even going to generalize. I'm not even going to just specify it to just being a, an only uh, the youngest child. We're talking about we're seeing kids constantly um, relate to each other online, which is OK. I remember being younger and when that first became a thing, being able to look online and say, oh, people are living the same lives as me. Kind of they're they're kind of going through some of the same things. Their parents are annoying too. their parents won't let them sleep over places all the time. Oh, that's great. The problem is now with children today is they're on TikTok. They're on these videos and kids are on there doing their talking, younger teens. And they're throwing the word abuse around a lot. I see this all the time online, uh, whether they say it's mental abuse, whether it's verbal abuse or physical abuse. I'm seeing this uh, become a hot topic every time. And, and un unfortunately, we are, you know, these kids have tablets. These kids, I mean, they might not have a phone, but they have access to the Internet. So they're seeing these videos. Uh, if they can read, if they're old enough to read, they're seeing these, uh, these tweets and the, these conversations go on and these comments. And they say, hey, my mom also yelled at me to 
do this and do that or my mom makes me do this and that's abuse and then collectively they'll all agree oh that's abuse that's abuse wow we're being abused and that in turn causes them to go to their parents talk however they want to talk sometimes these kids will go as far as even calling the police on their own parents i'm not sure what comes from that but i've seen that happen before but I bring this up because my younger sister, we're in the house chilling. She's being kind of a maniac today. She's in a bad mood. She's crying, you know, not getting away for everything. So she's not doing well. My mom says, go lay down, go in the room. You know what I mean? You're acting crazy right now. You're doing a lot. And she goes, uh, you're so rude to me. You're being so rude. Then walks in the room, closes the door. This is a six-year-old saying this to my mom. Okay. First of all, I look and I'm like, Damn, she got that off. I never could have got that one off. I would have said anything. It would have been ugly for me. But besides that, I go even deeper. I say, how does she even know to say this To say this right here? One, her mom's not being rude to her at all in any way. She's just being her mother and giving her directions and giving her uh, rules, putting her foot down, things like that. But for a kid to say something like that, when they might not even know what the word rude actually means yet, that's mind-boggling to me. To me, that goes back to my point. Of all these kids being on social media, having access to all this shit while they're relating to each other over the smallest, dumbest shit. Meanwhile, not to say that kids don't actually get abused because that happens. And even not even to say that a lot of things that were happening to us when we were younger was the necessarily the right way. I think, yeah, there's ways for parents to do things better. There's ways for advancement and involvement, of course. Or I said evolvement. That's not even a word. I got that one off, though. That sounded all right. But I mean, you know, evolution. You know what I mean? So parents are going to get better. Parents are going to, you know, they're going to be different. And, you know, kids are shouldn't have to actually go through real abuse. And I do feel awful for those kids out there. But with with that, with that part where we're actually seeing these kids actually be able to talk about it now, we go to the other side and the extreme side where now every kid, something happens to them, something bad happens to them. They get some rules set on them. And now it's all abuse. That's the problem to me. You know what I mean? And I think... Social media, I, I, I suggest for everybody, if you have a kid, um, I understand the whole tablet craze right now because the kids get it from their damn schools. They bring them home and they do whatever they want on them. And I understand parents' jobs are hard and sometimes, you know, it's nice to have a little break. We got to try our best to monitor what they're seeing on these tablets. We just have to. And this is something that we can hear from anywhere, of course, but there's way too much information going inside of these kids' heads. And I think one day we're going to see all these kids do amazing, great things because of all the info they learned and the, the advanced learning they're going through right now. But we're also going to see a lot of crazy shit, too. If you think a lot of these old niggas that's in politics now is crazy and fucked up and old, they was doing that with little information. Now, some of these new kids, we only, see, we only think about the positive side. Some of these new kids... They are learning some fucked up shit and they're going to be fucked up adults. I'm telling you, people don't want to admit it because all we want to say is, wow, the future's in great hands, which I think it is. But we got to think of the flip side of that coin. I hate to be the negative Nancy, the Debbie Downer, but it's just the truth. We have to be careful. Uh, we got to watch these kids. We got to protect these kids. We have to, man, because some of the shit I see online, I say that, man, no way a kid should be able to see this. I look at it and I get sick. And this is the same internet that all these fucking motherfuckers got access to. So ignorance is bliss, as I said before. Ignorance is very bliss. 
sometimes, especially with children. Let them learn things naturally. Let them go about, but we have to make sure we protect them. We got to make sure we monitor them. We got to make sure that they're only seeing certain things, man. We just have to. We just have to because... We um, we're going down a slippery slope, and we're going to cause a lot of problems in the end. And I think uh, if we just get a hold of it now, man, whatever you can control, you do that. Now that goes for older siblings too, not just parents. Because if you if you're an older sibling, hey, you need to be that you need to be that big brother or that big sister in that situation. You have to help out. That's just that that that's just what it is, man. That's just, that is what it is. We do not care. One more thing, I was. Uh, I was uh, doing some searching around the timelines of all these social media sites, as I always do, right? That's just my bag. But I saw a question, and this kind of goes into how I was telling you guys how this is like a vocal diary for me. And it says, if you could change one thing about yourself, anything, not just one thing, anything about yourself, mentally, physically, what would it be? And I think this is always a great question to ask yourself randomly because sometimes we live life in denial. We think we're perfect and we're not. None of us are. And I don't think any of us would say we are, but I think we go through life subconsciously thinking we're invincible, thinking we're awesome, thinking we're great, thinking we're amazing. And there's nothing I could change. Maybe because you don't think there's anything to change, which, okay. Or it's a harsh reality to tell yourself, Maybe this is what actually needs to change. We need to be more real with ourselves sometimes. Now, I'm not saying don't be overly real. Start Don't be overly critical. That's another problem that we all have, too, sometimes. We're overly critical. But if you sit down and you face that real question, sit down and actually think about it, what will you change about yourself? You'll feel a lot better. But my answer to that question, when I always think back and look, I, I wish that sometimes um, I really... Took my time with things. I feel like sometimes I'm living life trying to be in a rush. I feel like uh, I'm living life constantly under pressure when there isn't much pressure there. It's pressure that I've created for myself. Um, And that could be from procrastination. That could be from just anxiety. That could be just from a mental standpoint of just wanting to get shit done. Always wanting to be in a rush. And I feel like that's one thing, man. If I just was more patient with myself. If I could just tell myself, hey, it's going to get done. It'll be okay. It'll be all right. Just take the necessary steps to avoid that procrastination. I think I'll be okay. But that's one thing, man, I'm telling you. Patience. I got to have patience with myself. Give myself a break, I guess. Or just, I guess, be easier on myself. You know what I mean? It's an, it's a, it becomes an, an everyday thing And you catch yourself in this cycle Where you don't feel like you're you're where you're supposed to be You feel like uh, You know you're not moving in life fast enough And honestly this might be true sometimes I might say you know what no this is actually real But instead of you know Feeling bad for yourself pitying yourself You have to make the necessary steps You have to make the necessary changes In order to get to a certain place it's no sense in being in a rush when you ain't, you have nowhere to go. You have no path laid out, no plan laid out. So now you're just banging yourself in the head. This is what I'm doing. Banging myself in the head. I'm in a rush. I'm in a rush. I'm in a rush to get where? Where do you want to go? What are the steps you're going to take? And that's when all avoidance kicks in. That's when procrastination kicks in. And that's when I'm just stressed out and I'm angry and I'm upset. So if I could just actually... So that's not even so patience, but also uh, the ability... To plan things better The ability to actually create a path uh, 
and take those steps little by little. I see people all the time that are so good at creating these steps and just going through with it. That's something that I, I want to work on and I want to change for myself. And I feel like, hey, this is something that we all should do almost every day. You know what I mean? This is the vibe. I actually feel a lot better now saying that out loud and, and hearing that. that. That actually feels real nice. Shit. Got to do that more often, man. But that's it for me today, y'all, man. This is your boy Q. And uh, I'm the host of the three-day weekend podcast. This was episode 16 of season two. This is going to be available on Instagram. No, not Instagram, bugging. Spotify, Apple, all that shit, man. Everywhere you listen to your podcasts. And I do have a new show on AMP. That's AMP by Amazon. It's a live radio show. Uh, it's, a, it's a live radio music app, so you, you, can be, you can do your own radio show. Talking, good music, good vibes. I'm hosting my first show on Tuesday, um, 426. So, hey, download that app. Tune in and lock in with me. Follow me everywhere. Big Q made it. I love y'all as usual. I'm out this motherfucker, man. For real. Tune in and lock in.